Hey, what's up everybody? This is Austin Haynes with the Waking Justice Project, and this is your daily wake-up call. Here's what the corporatocracy is up to today, November 19th, 2019. You can visit our website at wakingjustice.org for more details. Here are the headlines. The tactic of mass protest marches have deep roots in anti-establishment movements in modern history. Gandhi's salt and textile marches in the 1900s helped win India's independence from Britain. Labor protests in the 1930s helped win the 40-hour work week, overtime pay, and unemployment insurance for American workers. The civil rights marches in the 1960s helped black Americans win huge civil rights reforms. Given the big wins of these historic campaigns, we'd be wise to examine mass protest strategy against the epic challenges we now face today across all sectors of global justice. Over the past decade or so, there's been a resurgence of mass protest in the US, beginning with the Occupy movement in 2011. The Occupy protests were inspired by other mass protests in 2009 and 2010, including the Arab Spring movement in the Middle East and the anti-austerity movements in Ireland, Greece, and Spain. By 2012, millions of people in over 600 communities across the US and over 80 countries across the world held massive Occupy marches. The following year in 2013, the Black Lives Matter movement exploded in mass protests against rising police brutality and fatal police shootings against black Americans. Since 2013, Black Lives Matter activists and allies have conducted thousands of protest marches in hundreds of cities across the US. In 2017, after President Trump was elected, over three million women marched in the Pussy Hat March on DC to demonstrate for women's rights and in protest of Trump's inauguration. And this past September 2019, millions of people in over 185 countries across the world marched as a part of the biggest climate protest in history. All were part of the climate strike movement started by Swedish high school student Greta Thunberg to encourage action on climate change. And then last month in October, another mass protest movement about climate change went global as well. It's called Extinction Rebellion, or as many refer to it, XR. XR's Global Day of Civil Nonviolent Disobedience last month took place in over 60 countries with the goal of, quote, causing chaos and outrage in major cities around the world. And by most accounts, XR was largely successful in that goal. As Benoit Tongwe wrote last week for the youth and labor website Fight Back, Extinction Rebellion has, quote, successfully positioned themselves as the organization to join for youth who want to fight climate change. But as Tongwe asked in his article, who exactly is Extinction Rebellion rebelling against? In an interview with Liberation, Roger Hallam, the co-founder of Extinction Rebellion, explained their strategy. XR activists are prepared to be arrested, and when people see how committed they are, there is a strong likelihood that this will create a public debate. The day after their global October protest, Extinction Rebellion put out a bold, proud statement that read, quote, International rebellion is here, and it's bigger and more beautiful than we dare to imagine. 
This is what mass civil disobedience looks like. But the Western corporate news outlets were unimpressed and poked fun at the XR activists. BBC published a lighthearted report that Britain's Prime Minister Boris Johnson called them, quote, uncooperative crusties and importunate nose-ringed climate change protesters. And the New York Times joked that XR's bold strategy seemed simply to be, quote, arrest us please, with an exclamation point. A month later, Extinction Rebellion published a sort of incredulous post asking, quote, governments, where is your plan? Indeed, in the weeks after both the climate strike and Extinction Rebellion's protests, it seems business as usual for the corporate elites. The corporatocracy remains undeterred. So what are all these activists getting wrong? These millions of pussyhat protesters, Black Lives Matter, Climate Strike, and Extinction Rebellion activists. Collectively, these modern protesters are maybe double or even triple the numbers of Gandhi's protests in the 1900s, the workers' protests in the 1930s, and the civil rights protests in the 1960s. There is, of course, one huge strategic difference. The successful protest marches of the previous century were much less about marching and mostly all about economics. Gandhi's salt and textile marches were not simply marches. They were mass boycotts of Britain's salt and textile exports, which eventually crippled those industries. The workers in the 1930s weren't just marching and picketing. They were shutting down factories, causing massive lost profits for the big industrialists. And the civil rights marches weren't just marches. They were targeted bus boycotts and mass restaurant sit-ins that pushed racist business owners to the brink of bankruptcy. We now know with scientific certainty that despite all the political theater, the U.S. is not a representative democracy. The U.S. is a corporate plutocracy and the only real power that the working class has in such a plutocracy is mass organized boycott. Mass organized boycott is the only rational strategy forward. We're not saying don't vote and don't protest. As Pulitzer Prize winning journalist Chris Hedges says, protests can be the beginning of political consciousness, but protests can also be empty political theater. So we're saying we must combine our voting and protests with strategic mass organized boycott, just like the great revolutions before us have done and won. If you want to learn how all of us in the work of global justice can join together in strategic boycott and force this corporatocracy to the people's bargaining table to end all this injustice and corruption and to help save our planet, you can check out our About page and listen to our first podcast. And if you want to get involved, please fill out the contact form at the top right of the home page. Or you can email us at info at wakingjustice.org. We'd love to hear from you. We're running out of time, y'all. Join us. Peace. You must be involved in the struggle for freedom and justice.
Justice is rising and it ain't just us, it's all of us. If it's my love. 